0: This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get
1: real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired.
0: Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. We have our dynamic duo back today. Woo-hoo, I'm so excited. Hey, everyone. It's Christina. <laughs> and Rayanne. Um, And I'm so happy that we're back together. I know. Honestly, recording last week's episode without you felt really weird. I know. And- like Likewise <laughs> with Steve, although I did have him. So I wasn't totally alone. I know. Talking for your, by yourself, though, for like an hour is kind of weird.
1: And you did a great job. And I was like laughing listening to your episode because the first thing you said was, not to get too drunk on the first date and dude, I used to get like almost blacked out on first dates and be like, I just don't understand why they never called me back (laughs) (laughs) and just like didn't get it at
0: all. Why on earth would he not call me? I'm so fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) right? That
0: was exactly it. Honestly, I think that way too. And, uh, but I said in the podcast that people can't tell when I'm really wasted and then I'll go on like a second date and, like ask them the exact same questions and they're like we talked about this on the first date and I'm like that's bad
1: the issue with me though is I lose one of my eyes when I missed it (laughs) (laughs) I literally my left eye you guys if you ever see me out at a bar and I'm wasted. Don't say hi. Okay. That's the only hey, time. Just kidding. My, left eye, too, my left eye, literally, I think I'm trying to focus. So I'm like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're like sitting across the table from this guy, like, what about, so what do you do exactly. for <laughs> And I totally,
1: sl- oh my gosh. Anyways, we've come a long way. We've
0: come a long way, but clearly. Were you drunk on your first date with Steve? No, I didn't get drunk on my first date with Steve. Mm, that's I, a sign. Mm-hmm. what did yeah. you guys do on your first date?
1: Uh, we went to, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just forgot the name of Oh, Sushi Samba, is that what it's called? It's like this Japanese-Brazilian fusion place in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was just like, he was like, what do you wanna do, what do you wanna do? And I was like, I don't know, just like pick me up. And I like made him plan everything. And it was like, for me, I was just like, oh, this guy really likes me because he drove a half hour to me and, from Staten Island to New Jersey to pick me up and then drove 45 minutes into New York City. To go on a date and then drove me back and back. And it was, I was like, he put the effort in, you know? Yeah. Um, but we did that. And then we got ice cream and then just walked around the city.
0: Oh, that cute. was our first date. Cute. It was fun. It was fun. And then you talked. I sometimes remember, because then Steve was like, and then we just talked every single day since then, mm-hmm. which I think- isn't the bar upset? Because <laughs> what do you mean? Like, as I'm dating, if I don't hear from a guy for three days or whatever, I'm just kind of like, mm, I mean, I guess there's exceptions, but in my head now, I'm like, well, no, Steve said that they talk to every single day. Well, I do really think that if a guy wants to talk
1: to you, he'll talk to you. Exactly. So I think that if there's too many days going by and you're especially the one who's making the effort to continue the conversation, he's just not that into it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you just need to put that same energy out that he's giving to you.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: I feel you. Well, okay, so to get it, (laughs) I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. You have nothing to be nervous about. I'm very, very excited about this episode. Um, Ryan is going to tell you why we're doing it because she just had a little experience of her own.
0: Yeah, so I hung out with this guy I really like. like, (laughs) And I'm so attracted to, like, it's insane. I've never experienced attraction in this level. Um, and I do really like him Um, but there were Christine was like how was it how was it and I was like well it was good but like there were a few things that I kind of made me like go hmm that's a bit odd and we started talking about like okay we need to do an episode on like things that are happen when you're on a date or getting to know someone that could potentially be red flags but you're kind of like is it a red flag is it not or are we just I think we are experts at like blinding ourselves to red flags sometimes when we like someone are really attracted to them like and as I was telling you some of them Christina saying it out loud I was like oh my god (laughs) you're like this is bad bad. (laughs) so bad but I do want to preface I think that Some red flags maybe just mean they're not ready or they have different priorities. I don't think it necessarily makes them a horrible person. Some of them. Yes. I think the questions are character, but red flags, there are degrees of red flags. I think I agree. Yeah. Um, so this is how this, this episode was spurred about, um, so Rand's going to share one of her red flags from
1: that night or just in general, I'm going to share one of mine that I've experienced while dating. Yeah. And then you guys sent in such amazing stories, such amazing red flags that we're going to read yours and give you our take on them. If it's, is it really a red flag or not.
0: Yeah. So my first one, which I experienced the other night and experienced in my past relationship is a little white lies. Like that is possibly one of my biggest pet peeves. And also I think just such a red flag, like when they lie about little things that they don't need to, like, what are you lying about? But then sometimes you're like, oh, maybe there's an explanation or maybe there's like a, but a lot of the times it's just like a little white lie that it's just like, why? And then it makes me think, what else are they lying about? right? And then I can't trust them. So like this one guy told me that they went to dinner out, but then I saw on his story that they had dinner at his friend's house and they posted like, oh, family dinner and all this, which like, it does t- like, I... It's not why, even a big deal. Yeah, I'm like, about why that. would you say you went to a restaurant when you ate at home? Like, it doesn't make sense to me because like, why would he think in his mind he needs to tell me they went out when they were at home? I just don't get it. And this happened with my ex quite a bit where he would say like, oh, I'm in the library but in reality he was like playing soccer uh, with his friends or something which or he'd be like oh yeah I'm we'll be home in like five minutes but knowing full well he just left work and it takes 30 minutes to get home like he's and I think that stems from being a people pleaser and telling people what Mm. they want to hear but because I dealt with that for eight years my patience for that is like negative right right See, it's hard because I do think, I mean, obviously lying
1: is just a, a red flag in general. Um, but I do think a lot of that doesn't necessarily come from a bad place. Like your ex being like, I'll be home in five minutes. Like that's him just trying to make you happy or like exactly. maybe in his mind, hoping he could actually get home in five minutes. Yes. And not realizing like, hey, it actually takes like 20 minutes to get from point A to point B. Yeah. But it- there's no bad intention there. Yes. But I understand being like, if you're lying to
0: me about going to the library, like what else are you lying about? Mm -hmm. So that's one, that's my top probably. Oh, it's so hard to pick. There's so many, but that's my top one probably. What's yours, Christina? This was just like super, super specific. And
1: I just, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to seem like offensive or anything like that. Um, But I was dating this guy who was like weirdly fucking obsessed with Derek Jeter the baseball player for the New York Yankees. I don't know who that is, but okay. Oh my gosh, okay. So he was like a shortstop for the New York Yankees. He's probably like one of the most famous baseball players.
0: Okay. Clearly I need to brush up on my baseball knowledge. But he kept saying things of like,
1: he would always talk about Derek Jeter. Like he was obsessed with him. And he would say things like, I'd be gay for Derek Jeter. And like, which is fine. Like if if a guy is like bisexual or whatever, but the way he kept talking about Derek Jeter, I was like so freaked out. Cause I was like, this guy's like, fantasy like about this like baseball player so like one I was like this is a red flag just in general because sexually I don't know where he's at and two like dude he's so obsessed with baseball like I don't want someone who's like so obsessed with baseball like this but anyways it was just like a major red flag to me for this I don't think this is just specific to me and not to like men in general Yeah. but the way he just kept talking about Derek Jeter and like he would make comments specifically about the way he looks and his body I was just like Maybe he needed to work through some things. I think he needed to work through some things. And I think he was more into Derek Jeter than me.
0: But also, I think that would be the same thing if he was talking about a female in that way too. Like that would be probably think that was a red flag if he was like, oh my God, Halle Berry. Oh my God, she's blah, blah, you know, obsessing over. It's like, okay, dude. Right, but
1: then I'm like thinking about it because I'm like, if I would talk about like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with Gigi Hadid. I think she's so gorgeous. I think she's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, like
0: that, I don't think that's weird. But you didn't talk about, you probably wouldn't talk about that on every single day. Yeah, 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 right. right. He sounded like this dude was just on another level. This dude was so obsessed
1: with Derek Jeter
0: that. I need to Google this guy. You don't know who Derek Jeter is? No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't even know what team, what team. He played for the
1: Yankees. Girl, you wearing a Yankees hat and you don't even know who Derek Jeter is? Derek Jeter. Oh, he's not even that cute. No, no. But he was obsessed with him to the level where I was like, I think that when I'm sleeping with this guy, he's he's thinking of Derek 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 Jeter. Jeter. Yeah. Maybe you needed to like get a Yankees jersey. Uh, Maybe. No, I I ended that quick. Channel your Um, Derek Jeter. But I think that just goes to like a, a bigger thing of like, if a guy is obsessing over anything or making you insecure in any sort of way because he was making me insecure by his (laughs) fantasy about Derek Jeter.
0: I can't keep up with Derek Jeter. Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Okay, we're going to just dive into the ones you sent. I would say probably the top one we got, the most responses is him calling his exes crazy, Mm -hmm. which I also have experienced recently. And I think that is- I I have to agree. I think that's a red flag.
1: I think it's, yeah, I think it's a red flag too or at least if they're calling him crazy without giving any backup or story with it. Hmm. But if it's like all of my exes are crazy, if all of them are crazy, There's maybe one you're the crazy denominator. one. Yeah. <laughs> because I think that like if a guy is saying, talking about his exes and like maybe has one crazy ex that he talks about, I don't think that's like the same level. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think that there can, you can have bad experiences with people a hundred percent, but I also don't think that I would ever, if I was on like, let's say a fifth date with someone and we start talking about past relationships, I just can't see myself bashing my ex-boyfriend to someone I've just met saying he did this, he did that. And granted Ben and I, my ex and I, (laughs) whatever, had our problems, Mm -hmm. but like I was responsible too for a lot of things. And I don't know. I think you can share maybe why the relationship ended without like putting, if they're putting all the blame on the other person, I don't know. I think it's, it's a bit of a red flag. Obviously I do think there are exceptions, Um, but Uh, just, I I don't know. I do think that um, I could
1: see people saying their exes are crazy as a way to make the person that they're talking to less insecure or make mm. them feel secure about the relationship. Like if, if I was talking to you and I'm like trendy, I'm like, I'm really into you. I don't want you to be insecure about my relationships or think I'll ever get back with them or this and that. would be like, oh my gosh, all my exes were crazy.
0: And being like, they're, I don't want anything to do with yeah. them, kind of thing. I wonder if that's like a,
1: a a reason why people say that. I mean, that's different I mean, than like blaming your ex for all your problems and yeah. stuff like that and calling him crazy. Yeah. But I do think sometimes if it's just in passing, I think like crazy is a word that people just throw out pretty easily.
0: Right. Because you know maybe I mean? he says, oh, she's crazy. And all she wanted was like for him to text her Back. Right. Or who knows? Right. Right. Like the degree of it.
1: What I think is super messed up is if you're starting to date someone and like they reference what you're doing as to being crazy like their ex.
0: Mm, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was the first one. The next one is okay, we're going to kind of like lump these friend ones together. Mm. So the first is having too many friends and being like, the boy, like, the boys are, like, you know, Saturdays are for the boys type mentality. What do you think? <laughs> um,
1: I, don't, I don't think having... I think having a lot of friends is a great thing, personally. I think if your guy is always ditching you to hang out with his friends or, like, always prefers hanging out with their friends... Over you, then, like, that's an issue. Or if they don't want to ever include you with their friends, like, that's an issue. But I don't necessarily think, like, having a lot of friends is a bad thing.
0: But, you know, yeah, I'm like, the more friends, the merrier. Like, so. I actually think I agree. I think that, like, thinking about how important my friends are to me, Mm -hmm. I would hope that my person also has, like, a community of friends Mm -hmm. that they have, I think that's really important to have strong friendships. And I think that says something about a person that they can be a loyal friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think though, it gets into like the, the like lad culture and like Saturdays are for the boys. Like it can definitely be too an extreme. I think right. they, as long as they make you a priority and like, don't separate, this is a problem I've had in the past. Is that like the the friends and you are separate and it comes to a point where like you're with someone you don't need to hang out with him and his friends all the time but like he should not be like only doing fun stuff with his friends Mm -hmm. and then when he's with you he just wants to like netflix and chill right right, right, like that's when i feel like it gets red flaggy i also i do think that there's a difference between
1: having a lot of friends and then having party friends. Mm. And I feel like if your guy's friends are like people like who don't actually care about him, who are only there to like get wasted on the weekends, then like they're probably not real friends and I can understand that being a little bit more of a red flag.
0: Yeah. Okay, the opposite side of the spectrum, no friends. <laughs> I think that's a big issue, too. Like why doesn't he have any friends? Yeah. That's weird. Do, do you think that's a bigger red flag? I think that's a bigger red flag than having a lot of friends.
1: Yeah. Having no friends or there's like a lot of, um, comments about ha- not having any friends from like childhood or growing up. Like all their only friends are party friends or recent
0: friends. See, I don't think that's a red flag. I have, ve- I don't, my only friends that I stay in touch with are from college and beyond. I don't have childhood friends. Or right. Like but like guys. they're younger friends.
1: Like they're from like college. Right. They're not necessarily like people you just met yesterday or like this week or just in the past couple of years.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. I feel like that's like a little
1: bit different. Yeah. Like you still have friends from like the past decade.
0: Yes. Okay. So long-term friendships. Long-term friendships. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I think that's a red flag if they don't have long-term friendships. friendships. I think that's pulling pulling a little bit. Do you think that like sometimes these red flags are just trying to find problems? Sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes I think we really ignore ones that
1: are like right. I agree, too. Um, I wouldn't say like if a guy didn't have long-term friends, I would think it's like a red flag. But I do think it is really nice if they have long-term friendships because it shows that they're yeah. loyal. It shows that they're trustworthy. Um, it shows that they care about the people in their lives. Yeah. Okay, so next we have
0: asking for your Snapchat. No, wait. We got to do the last part of that friendship oh, one. Oh, shit, shit. Okay, sorry. Please having out. this and This is the one I'm most passionate about. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it, Ray. Having lots of girlfriends. Friends that are girls. hmm What do you think? Oh, I guess it's a red
1: flag. I don't know. I don't think it's a red flag as long as, like, there are friends that are, like... If you have a lot of girlfriends that are in... A group of friends, I don't think it's a red flag. I guess if, like, all of their... They're on speed dials, like, all their girlfriends, maybe that's weird. I don't know. I know you are really passionate about this because you don't think men and women can be friends.
0: I think they can be friends. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's ever platonic on both sides. Mm -hmm. That's my stand by that. I will say... I think that this is one that is a case-by-case case basis. I think there are girls who can, that's totally fine with, knowing myself and I need to probably, i like, this is something I know I need to work on. Mm-hmm. I I just don't, I, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want him go. I don't, I, and I think it is different, like, if there's a group of friends, like guys, girls, and they're all friends, I actually do want that. I actually would love that. But, like, if he has really, really close girlfriends, like, one-on-one hangouts, and, like, they say I love you to each other. Okay, well,
1: saying I love you <laughs> is, like, crossing the line. That's, like, a different. That's that just different. happened to me. I know. Well, I think that's a red flag, but that person has many other red flags. So, that's just, like, another one. He's hot, though. He, well, whatever.
0: Like, exactly. you're hot, too. You're hot, too. True. Um... But yeah, I just don't for me, if he, I just, I just, if I just know it is going to like pull on some insecurities of mine that I just can't, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't think I'm ready to deal with maybe after working through some more stuff, I'll be ready. But for me, that's a no. Gosh, Steve and I used to fight about friends so much oh, when yeah, I first he, started dating. You had a lot of guy friends. I had so
1: many guy friends, so many guy friends. And this is something that like you and Steve obviously agree and I don't agree with. Yeah. But like I've said a million times. If Steve was like randomly hanging out with like girls, I'd be like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, don't come
0: home then. You're like, I'm going to dinner with Gina. Who the fuck is Gina? Yeah. I'd be, yeah. I'd be questioning that too. So I get it. I know. So yeah. But I don't
1: think that like if a guy, if you're meeting a guy and he has like female friends, I don't think that like that should automatically like scare you away or think it's a red flag.
0: I don't know. No, I don't think it would be a deal breaker. I think it's just something to take note of, especially just knowing how you are in relationships. Like mm-hmm. for me, I just know that like. That makes you insecure. It makes me insecure. Yeah. Um, which I, th- again, that's something I need to work on. Yeah.
1: Because then like say that, like, okay, say this guy that you're liking and he has female friends and they're totally platonic, right? Like you have to trust him. And then if you're asking
0: him to like spend less time with his female friends, then like yeah, see, I don't want yeah, like, to be that person. Yeah, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to like be like, oh, I don't want you to. So I think it would it would definitely be something that as I go back and as I'm like dating, I kind of want to like experiment and see how I feel mm-hmm. and experiment with, um, and just kind of address like obviously what that triggers in me. But I mean, I don't, I. I guess I would, I would be in, I don't, I just can't. If they're going hanging out one-on-one and saying, I love you and shit, I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. adds so much more to it. I, they're <laughs> just hanging out one-on-one. Like, I hope she's helping him find me a good birthday gift or something like that. Like, I mean, okay. So why this bird is because I was hanging out with a guy and I want to be, I really, I like this guy, mm-hmm. but a girlfriend of him called him while we were hanging out and he answered it, which I also was kind of like, really? Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was drunk and he was out of town. So he asked, she asked if he could, if she could sleep in his bed while he <laughs> was gone and he was like, yeah, that's fine. Which it's very nice. I think that's very nice. Very hospitable. Very kind. Right. It but like is if very I'm dating generous. someone, I don't want random bitches sleeping in his bed. Nah, I think that's like too close of a friendship. That's too, I'm like. What? Yeah. And then they said, I love you. And they hung up. Okay. <laughs> that also is like
1: too much too. But I guess like, there's oh, different calibers of really, friendships. No, 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 of he's really caring. <laughs> nah, are you ignoring those red flags in that situation, girl. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. So the next one is asking for your Snapchat instead of your phone number. Red
0: flag, red flag, red, 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 red. Also like how old are these people that you're dating? You'd be surprised. These grown men... Or asking for Snapchats.
1: I don't even understand why. Like, why? Well, I, why is talking on Snapchat?
0: I don't know. Why would someone want your Snapchat even? over your phone number? To send you photos and stuff? They can't do that through text? I don't know. I think maybe mentally for guys, I would actually love to ask a guy that. Like, mentally for them, what is the difference? Why maybe it feels less of a commitment? Maybe. Or less of like a serious thing? Yeah, Probably. But if a guy asks for my Snapchat or my Instagram and just adds me on Instagram, and doesn't ask for my number, mm, no, bye.
1: What are your thoughts on like if someone's only talking to you inside of the dating apps and doesn't even want to like ask for your phone number there, or maybe they get your phone number but they'll only text you, never call.
0: Well, that was a lot to unpack. I know. The I think the dating apps talking on the dating apps. And once you move to text... I just don't want really to think people talk on the dating apps. One thing I think is maybe a red flag is if they unmatch you after you exchange phone numbers. Oh my God. <laughs> so you can't see, cause then you can't see if they update their profile or when they lost logged on. So a lot of guys will get your phone number. Dude, that's shady. A lot of guys will get your phone number and then unmatch you. So then you can't see like, cause you can be like they're their last active at this time or if they've updated their profile or any of this. So like guys don't want you to see that. So they purposely unmatch you. So you can't see any of that, which I'm just like, obviously, like if we're just starting to casually date, like if you're dating other people, that's fine. Like why do guys feel like they need to hide that shit? Right. I don't know. So that is a red flag. I think that like asking, what was the other part you asked? Oh, they only text never call. Yeah. Mm, I don't think that's a red flag. I think that's just like more of our generation but if a man calls me i'm very turned on by that that's like a green flag yeah and i also don't need to be texting someone all day every day but i do appreciate like a if i'm dating someone like a check-in check-in like a morning or nighttime Mm check-in like how is your day yeah and it doesn't need to be super like long or even just like a phone call at the end of the day i love a phone call i love phone calls but
1: you know me i hate texting yeah me too. I love phone calls, or now I'll just do audio message, but um I think it's so sexy if someone will just pick up the phone and call you. Yeah. And it feels like just so much more adult, doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. It really does. Okay. What are your thoughts if he doesn't pay for the first date?
0: Okay, see, uh, this one, I feel like people have so many different opinions on. Mm-hmm. So the majority, I mean, no, up until like, I haven't even been on a date room like that recently, but... I never would pay on the first date. Like I said, I wouldn't even, and you taught me this. Like I wouldn't even look at the bill. Like it would come, I wouldn't even flinch. No,
1: I definitely have not taught you that because <laughs> yes, I- Yes, you did. No, because I have always like done the purse grab situation.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Well, it was in that book you made me read, Why okay, well, I okay, Love okay. And that was where it was like, don't even, even grab flinch. Okay. But, and I talked about this in my solo episode last week. I do think times have changed a little bit. And if we are moving to like gender equality and wanting to see someone as a partner, this like one guy who shares dating advice, shared an interesting perspective on it. He said that if you don't offer to pay, I don't think you're raised right. If he allows you to pay, he's not raised right. Yeah. That I completely agree with that. Which I thought that was an interesting perspective. Yeah. Just like offering. Yeah.
1: I always would offer no matter why especially on the first date. But if they allowed it, I'd be like, there's no second date.
0: Yeah. So like my friend has been on a date where he ordered food and she didn't because like it was late and they just were getting drinks and he didn't say like dinner or anything. She, she had already eaten. And so she just ordered a couple of drinks and he had like a full meal and drinks and she was like offered and he accepted. and <laughs> She ended up paying for half his meal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I don't I think
1: it's, I mean, I'm like all about like equality and everything, but like that is just something that I guess I feel like a little old school about where a man should court you in that situation and like at least take care of like the first date bill. Yeah. I think like later on, if you want to get things or like you want to take care of certain bills, I think that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think men should be expected to pay for everything.
0: No. I think when it gets like, I mean, I've paid for like with guys I've been kind of seeing like fourth, fifth dates. Uh-huh. I'm like, Oh, I'll get this one. Or yeah. cause then it gets to a point where it's like, you just expect, I don't know if you want to be seen as equals and partners, right. Always making them pay. Like when does it, when it end? Is, right. Exactly. But I know people are very passionate about this topic and thinking that men should always pay, which also the pay gap. Let's talk about that. That <laughs> is true. That is they make true. more money in men overall.
1: That is true. Um, no, I think that It's always polite to offer, but that man should be taking you out to dinner.
0: Okay. Next one. Oh, wait. Should you read that funny one about the pay thing? Oh, my gosh. Christina got the funniest one that we just have to share with you about paying. I died (laughs) with this response.
1: It, like, had me cracking up. Hold on. Let me get it. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: Okay. So, someone said... This is all about having, splitting the bill, splitting the bill to a penny, taking turns. Okay. Rounding numbers up. Okay. But if I owe you $43 and 17 cents, I'm out. (laughs) Another person sent me, if they Venmo request me for a $3 beer, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. I actually think like the Venmo thing would really turn me off. Like Venmo requesting anything like that. I think that like, if you're going to take care of the bill, take care of the bill. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, splitting the bill for me would feel weird. I feel like either you got it or I got it. Um, but that's just me. Date, oh, all these, like, little
0: things in dating, like... Ugh. But also it's, like, all, like... It's just all about, it's all situational. True. True. I know girls who have like sent the message after a first date and been like, hey, it was really great to meet you. I just don't really feel a connection. And they'll Venmo request them for half if they paid. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, that is ruthless. That is ruthless. And really, you dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah. 100%. Okay. The next one is, oh, they don't like animals, dogs and cats. Kind of a red flag. Red flag. I once was on, a, like, went for a walk with a guy and um, brought Angus. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even pet him. <laughs> he barely even looked at him. And I'm like, what is wrong with this guy?
1: Yeah. I What? Mean,
0: but here's the thing, right? Like, some people were just not raised with
1: animals and just don't know. Maybe they need to have their own animal to fall in love with. Like there's this guy that I'm specifically thinking about who used to be a client of mine and they ended up becoming a friend and he didn't like dogs. And I remember being like, what the fuck? He's like so cool. This guy is great. Like, I can't believe he doesn't like dogs, but maybe he just isn't familiar enough with dogs. Do you know what I mean?
0: I'm trying to be nice. You're trying to be nice. I know. I actually have a friend who doesn't like dogs and I tell her it's the biggest red flag of our friendship. Yeah. Who is it? I can't call her out like okay. that, but she's going to listen. I love you so much. And you know how I feel. I think you're crazy. Cause you don't like dogs. Does she like cats? Yeah, I know it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next one. He's a gamer video games. Have you had experience with gamers? Cause I feel like when you were dating, that wasn't really a thing. Oh
1: my gosh. Guys in college, they love playing games, oh. video games. Um, but no one I've like actually dated, but I always feel like I dated guys that were older than me. So maybe that was part of it too. Um, That is like something that I think is such a turnoff, but I don't know. It's like a giant red flag. I'm on social media all day long. Like I would hate someone to be like, Oh, if she's like obsessed with Instagram, that's a major
0: red flag. Because I bet you do say that shit. Oh, they do, 100%. Yeah. I think that's my biggest struggle in dating, but that's another story. I don't think video games is a red flag. Mm -hmm. I think, like, my little sister's fiance, he loves video games. He's super smart, super successful, caring, incredible, incredible guy. (laughs) Loves video games. Right. So I don't think it's a red flag.
1: But It's annoying. It's annoying, but I think if they're, like, spending all of their day playing video games. Oh, yeah. Or if, like if they work a nine to five and as soon as like five Oh one hits, like they put on
0: the headset and they're like talking Gaming all hours of the night. Like, ew. that's just gross. That's not cool. But that would be like, if they did that with anything and yeah, they're like, exactly. Unless they're like volunteering or not, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, not a red flag in my opinion. I don't think so either. All right. What about unhealthy
1: relationships with parents? And also like, what does that mean? Unhealthy relationships? Does that mean like they don't have a good relationship? They don't talk to their parents or are they too close to their parents? Cause I think it can go both ways. Ooh.
0: See, when I read that, I thought of being like a mama's boy because I got a lot of those too, mm-hmm. where they're super, super close to their mom. And like, one girl said that he will still sleep in the same bed as his mom. What the fuck? <laughs> no, dude. Like, that is that is so extreme. Or calls her mommy. I'd barf. I'd barf. <laughs> Ew. I think that if they're... Okay, so <laughs> I think being close to your mom is in a red flag, but there's a degree. If you are take, sleeping in the bed with your mom, that's, that's weird. weird. But if you take, if you can't, if you take a phone call with your mom while you're on a date, that is just rude. Okay, I feel like we need to tell people the situation because remember I was like telling
1: you, I was playing devil's advocate again. Okay,
0: so I come from the place and Christina and were talking about this. So I was with a guy that like, I won't even call it a date. Maybe I'm like having my expectations too high. And we're just like hookup buddies, which we are. You're hookup buddies, but like your, your expectations are high because you like him. Because I like him, but I've had to get myself in check after this last hangout. So he, we're hanging out. He answers the phone. He's like, I'm really sorry. It's my mom. Do you mind if I take it? He asked. Well, what am I going to say? No. Right. Of course. Of but course. like, honestly, I didn't think, honestly, I wouldn't mind if he like picked up and was like, Hey mom, like, can I call you back later? Mm-hmm. Totally fine. But he talks to her for legit 25 minutes. Were you like
1: looking at the time from when he started to when he ended?
0: No, but I fell asleep for a little bit and woke up. So, like, I had to be a little bit. Oh my God. So, I'm guessing 25 minutes. Okay. But I was just like, I would just never do that. Like, I, if I don't call my mom for like three days, like, there's nothing wrong. Like, that's very common. But he, his mom lives in another country. There's a time difference. So, you did bring up some good points. Okay. So, as someone who,
1: is super, super close with their family and talks to them all the time. Like if it's like noon and my parents haven't heard from me, specifically my mom, she'd probably call me and be like, hey, just want to make sure you're okay or text me. What? Yes. I like speak to my mom at least twice a day, sometimes three times a day. Um, But I also speak to like my sister at least once a day. I also speak to like- you get anything done, I don't know. I know it's hard. I also speak to like my aunt, my cousins, my grandfather like at least once a day. So I'm someone who's like- Always on the phone with family and always has family checking in. Does that
0: drive Steve crazy? How does Steve feel? No, I think Steve likes that.
1: Yeah. I'm super close with my family. Uh, And he's super close with his mom and his brother. He talks to his mom like once a day and he talks to his brother once a day too. So I'm super close with my
0: family. Yeah. But I talk to them probably a couple times a week. But if I'm hanging out with someone, like my mom called you when you were here, I just declined it. Right.
1: Yeah. And I probably did that too. And I think what he should have done is he should have just. I think it would have been okay if he answered the phone and was like, hey, mom, like, what's going on? How are you? Is everything okay? Like, oh, I'm actually with a friend right now. Can I call you later on? Um, But the only thing I was saying in this situation is if his mom's calling from another country and there's like some personal situations, like maybe he's trying to get his mom off the phone and can't.
0: True. And I think- And it's just being rude. And And like- There was something going on in his personal life too that his mom wanted to talk to him about. So I completely think, like, I understand. I just think ideally, like, you could just be like, I'll call you tomorrow, but like, it it wasn't like, I wasn't mad. I wasn't, I was just kind of like, oh really? But like, Mm -hmm. it's. it it wasn't like a, I think there are a lot of factors that went into it. It's not ideal, but I wasn't like, oh my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that like, it's more of a red flag. At least it would be to me if they,
1: if the guy doesn't have a good relationship with his parents or his, or his mom specifically, Mm -hmm. but both his parents, then like, if he was too close to them.
0: Mm Hmm. I know, I I think that could be a red flag, but also I sometimes wonder if that's like a privileged thing to say because we both come from really supportive, kind families. Maybe people don't.
1: But but, I think you have to think about if you... But I would want to be in a relationship with someone who has like a a supportive family too. Yeah. So I guess it just depends on what you want, you know?
0: True.
1: Um, But I think that like if someone maybe didn't have a good upbringing or isn't close with their families, that's not necessarily a reflection on them, but Mm -hmm. everything is situational. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, But that was always like something that's super, super important to me. Yeah. But then again, like look how I am with my family. Mm -hmm. And also I do think that there is the other side of it where someone's too close, because let me just tell you, like I'm so fortunate that I have an amazing mother-in-law, but like, if you have a family that is like too involved it could be so stressful and so freaking annoying. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure Steve is probably like, why is Christina's family so involved? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's okay. It's okay. So I don't know. But you want someone who cares about their family. Oh yeah, of course. You know, or if they don't have family, like someone who
0: cares about their friends. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think it just is like, you want someone, I think, yeah, you just have to be understanding in situations. But for me, yeah, just the, the mama's boy thing is just a line that can easily be crossed into some weird territory. Guys, I think I'm going to raise Nicholas to be a mama's boy,
1: though. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think he's going to just... No, you should not be calling him at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that.
1: Christina. <laughs> I would never do that. I would never do that. Oh. But I'm going to treat him to love his mom and love women. No, that is true. And respect them and treat I, them well.
0: I think that... And to call his mom and check up. Okay, true. Mm -hmm. So like a little bit of a mama's boy. A little bit. With boundaries. Yes, exactly. Um, Okay, and the next one is wanting to only spend time with you and no one else. Red flag. Definitely a red flag. That like gets into like kind of narcissistic, like controlling things. Yeah. Or just like even if it's
1: not like that, if they don't have any other hobbies or anything else to do and like you're their only source of... Enjoyment and entertainment
0: like that is just so overwhelming Actually, I will call myself out in my past serious relationship. I I was like that a bit like I Because of like the anxious attachment style I became so I was obsessed with him Like I was obsessed with him and honestly I kind of lost interest in a lot of other things Mm -hmm. And that was unfair to him unfair to me and just created this really unhealthy dynamic So I think that is a red flag You
1: always say these things about your relationship and I'm always just, like, so blown away because, like, I knew you for, like, at least two years while you were in a relationship and never realized or knew any of this about
0: you. <laughs> well. You know what I mean? It like, wasn't until, te- like, I don't think I would have admitted this okay. when I was with you. Right, right, because right. Because this is from me, like, actually Reflecting. having to co- learn. I would put everything on him. Like, I actually had to, like address these things and be like, oh, like own the shit that I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't have admitted that two years ago. I'd be like, it's all him. Mm -hmm. I'm perfect. Right, right, right. (laughs) No, that's good. Yesterday I had
1: to like apologize to Steve about something. And I've been such a crazy bitch to him lately. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I think I'm just like anxious just in general about like whatever. And I've been taking out a lot out a lot on him. And, uh, he called me out for something and like, I was like, he's crazy <laughs> or whatever. And then it wasn't until like afterwards that you left. I was like, why did you do that? Like, I had to like really sit in my thoughts and like, think about like, is, am I being irrational? Is he being irrational? And then like, when I really thought about it, I was like, no, like this was you, like you started to fight, like you're like nasty for no reason. Like you didn't deserve that. Like you could have like completely, Chosen different words Like you know So anyways, That's really big of you It was really to big of that. me I text him and apologize <laughs> <laughs> Good job Christina <laughs> Thanks um, Okay what about If he treats you differently When his friends are around Yeah I think that's a red flag Or if a guy's like Super intimate and like Lovey to you In private And then his friends around And he acts like You don't really exist That's a red flag
0: yeah. I think it's like, if he doesn't act, I think it's fine if he doesn't really like PDA, mm-hmm. but if he honestly like acts like your fucking pal and not right. your relationship, yeah, yeah that's an, that's a red flag. And yeah, I think it's just like, I think a lot of times when people are around their friends, they kind of show their true colors a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or also like a lot of times, like if he, if he's like silencing you a little bit
1: or like, he doesn't want you to get too close to his friends or like he's, you're there to like, you're there, but he doesn't really want you to join in on the conversation. Like, that's a major red flag. Mm-hmm. Major. major. Um, okay, let's Major. See. What about if his Instagram feed is too well curated or he is... <laughs> oh, okay. His Instagram feed is too well curated. He is not an influencer or anyone important. What are your thoughts on guys with social media in general?
0: I don't mind it. hmm I think that I understand if someone doesn't like social media, but honestly, I think that I kind of, I don't, I, I wouldn't think anything of that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think that's red flag. I wonder, I wouldn't think it is either, but I wonder if I would,
1: if I wasn't in this world, you know what I mean? Like if he, yeah,
0: I mean, Oh, I don't think that's a giant red flag. I don't think it's a red flag. I don't see it as a red flag. And also maybe he like
1: wants to become an influencer.
0: Yeah. And you shouldn't
1: diminish that. You should feel his passion. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, why do you think that you being on Instagram is like a, a major issue for you?
0: Um, because I think me- men and people in general can be really close-minded. And when they hear what I do or go to my page, I think people are just really quick to make assumptions. But what do you think they assume? so like one time I was on a date with a guy and he was like, I was a little bit nervous to go on a date with you because of your job. I thought you would be like on your phone the whole da- time, like taking pictures of the food or taking like documenting everything. And I was like, what? <laughs> and another guy actually said the same thing. He was like, I'm just so, so shocked. Like you haven't been on your phone all night. And I'm like, that's my job. Like as long, much as you're at the office as I'm on my phone, which is a lot, mm-hmm. but like I... There are a lot of times in my life where I'm not on my phone. Like, I if I'm with a guy, my phone could be in the other, like, room. I don't, I don't, I don't know. So I think people just jump to conclusions and think that someone documents every single part of your life. I think for me, having someone who understands that sometimes I will be on my phone is, is, important that they are understanding and supportive and not get like annoyed and I think it's just a balance and maybe there'll be times where I take it too far and they need to check me but I do think that like if they just think my job is stupid or social media is stupid I don't think I could be with someone like that Mm -hmm. because clearly they don't understand how much work and like energy I put into this yeah of course I think you and Steve have a good balance of that yeah I think so like he's understanding
1: yeah yeah. I mean, he gets it for sure. Um, but that is interesting. I feel like, I think that more so than even just being on your phone, I like would love to know what someone thinks of an influencer. I just think that like people automatically see influencers and just think they're like super vapid and like, yeah, that too. And that's like the main thing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Cause you've known, you've known, I've given a guy my Instagram and he unmatched me. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. I was like, ouch. <laughs>
1: Which is just like kind of crazy to me, but um, I feel like you're not the only person who has said that. So yeah, it's probably a real thing. (laughs) All right. This to me is a major, major red flag. If you're dating someone and they don't ask you any questions. Dude, having a one-sided conversation is boring as fuck.
0: Run the other way. I wish you were dating right now, kind of love Steve, but like you would be so shocked, Christina, how common this is. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say. But I don't understand.
1: Like, what, what are they trying to do? Like, why are they even wasting their time? They're not trying to get to know you. You get to know someone by asking questions.
0: I wish I knew. I wish I knew. Next time that happens, can
1: you just please say, excuse me, like, God. why have one final question. Why aren't you asking me anything about I myself? I should. And you're like, really I'll shouldn't. even
0: leave. Because I used to think that maybe it was because I kept filling the spaces by asking questions. All right, right. Which being like, I've like, definitely done that before too. Right, where you're not even giving them a chance. Mm-hmm. But there have been times I have left the silence. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. Let's see if he can come up with a question. Nothing. Like- I wonder if people just get super intimidated or they just like. Or have men not been taught to be as conversational as women? No, I'm sorry. We're not like letting, giving them that excuse. I'm not saying, yeah. Cause like if I, if a guy tells me, oh, I went on hike this weekend. Let me think of all these questions. Me too. Where'd you go? Who did you go with? Oh, you want a dog? What kind of dog do you have? How long have you had a dog? Like, I could honestly talk for an hour about this fucking hike. Me too. (laughs) Right. And like, if I, I'm like, oh, I went on a hike. They'll be like, cool, cool. That's so annoying. Oh my. Or if you ask them a question, the easiest thing, if I'm like, oh, tell me about, I don't know this. They share. All they have to do is, what about you? Yeah. They <laughs> won't. They just let it be
1: silent. I just don't understand. Like, do you think at that point they've already checked out? Like, they're not interested
0: in you? I don't know. Because I think this, I think in certain situations, guys have been interested in me. But maybe not. I don't know. May I, I don't. I... Well, whatever it is, that's definitely a red flag. It's a red flag. I think when you find the right person, they're going to want to talk to you. And they're, and maybe that's me being, no, it's not me being a hopeless romantic. That's true. If someone wants to get to know you, they will get to know you and ask you questions. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Red flag. Um, (laughs) okay. Oh, he's overprotective of his phone.
1: Like they won't let you look at their phone. But like, why
0: are you trying to look at their phone? Okay. So I saw a TikTok that actually, I'm going to try and find it and put it in the show notes, described this perfectly. It was like this guy who does like comedy sketches on TikTok. He was like acting this out, a guy and a girl, and he was like washing the dishes and his phone dinked. And he goes, Hey babe, can you check my phone? And the girl's like, you want me, you want me to look at, look at your phone? He's like, yeah, who texted me? And she's like dumbfounded. And he's like, She's like, oh, it's Jared. He texted you that um, asked if you wanted to hang out tonight, and he was like, oh, do you mind just texting him back? My code is blank, blank, blank. And the girl, he was acting as a girl, and she was like, in shock because. And for me, in a past relationship, like he was very a protective of his phone. I Your ex was? I didn't know his code. I didn't know. I mean, granted, the couple times I did have see his phone, I went through his phone when we were in college. But every time I went through his phone, I found shit. So like, I think he, there was obviously some stuff built up there, but if a guy is super protective of his phone, I think that's like a super, a big red flag. Like I will have my phone out and open if I'm hanging out with someone. And if I'm like, Oh, can you open my phone and Google this? Like I wouldn't, but some guys do not let you touch the phone.
1: Yeah. I guess that's like just totally different for me because I know Steve's password. I like. I text for him on his phone all the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if they're super protective, obviously I think that means they're trying to hide something. Yeah. And I do think that is a major red flag. Red flag. I think that's a major for red sure. flag. For sure. Major. Um, yikes, that's kind of sketch. It is sketch. I didn't realize that like so many men were like that. Mm-hmm. Very sketchy. Yeah, no. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? What if... You see their phone and you look at their Instagram or whatever and they're only and they're following a lot of hot girls on Instagram and liking their photos. Or even worse, commenting on their photos (laughs) with fire emojis. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I think that like I follow hot guys on Instagram. Do I? I, know, I, I don't think I like. follow any men on Instagram other no. than men I know or like maybe they're all hot guys that I've like tried to slide into their dams mm. so yeah I wouldn't want that yeah <laughs> no I think that if he's following like all Instagram models and like bikini photos and liking all that stuff I I don't think I'd feel great about it and I think that would be something that I would discuss with him mm-hmm. I agree so it's kind of giving me orange flag vibes yeah I, I agree
1: I was telling Ray earlier that there was like a point in time where Steve was so annoyed. Well, not really so annoyed, but it was still just like funny because Steve always likes my photos. He'll like Ray, he'll like Brittany. So, like, you know, like a bunch of like our friends or whatever. And for a while, like his entire explore page was like all Kirby and bloggers. <laughs> he was like, Kirby fashion bloggers. Kirby fashion bloggers. And he's like, this is so annoying. He was like, none of the stuff that he like really wanted to see were on his explore page. It was just like, you mean he does- you know mean all my friends. He yeah. doesn't want to
0: know where to find the perfect pair of denim shorts. And not really his vibe, you know.
1: He wears the same gym shorts <laughs> for the past decade. He doesn't need that. Oh my gosh!
0: Um, but yeah, I, I do think that is kind of a red flag. Yeah, I think that's something to be like. E-. Um. Okay. He never introduces you to his friends and family. Oh uh, yeah, that's a red flag. One hundred percent. But also, I do think it's like.
1: Depends how long you're dating for Obviously I think like friends you can meet earlier Um, But if he like If his family like lives across the country I don't think after like two months Of dating you should expect him to like Fly you out to meet his family No but I think his family should know you exist Yeah and stuff like that And I think
0: definitely like friend hangouts Are fun Mm -hmm. like why not Yeah if you care about someone don't you want Them to meet your friends and like I know You would think (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: you would definitely think all right ooh, this is a big one what about if they're making homophobic or racist comments that is like more than a red flag yeah that's a deal breaker i think it's a super huge red flag
0: like if they are uncomfortable with like sexuality or say i mean especially like racist comments like that's that's Yeah, major, major red flag because you are who you surround yourself with. I think that like a lot of straight cis men may not be comfortable like with, especially when it comes to like sexuality and stuff. And that is a red flag. That was like one of the things that like, I I think I love so much about Steve is like, there
1: is a period of time where literally our only friends in Los Angeles were gay couples and that's it. I love that um, Yeah I do think that is a really big red flag But also I do think that like Sometimes people need to be educated And if you hear those comments Like you should educate and feel comfortable enough us saying like hey that's not okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, So
0: Yeah that's a lesson I need to I've been with people who have said things And I haven't
1: Said anything Said
0: anything because It's yeah, I regret that. Is it just because it makes you
1: uncomfortable, you think?
0: I don't think it makes me uncomfortable. I think it makes...
1: You're scared of making them feel
0: uncomfortable? Honestly, like embarrassing them or something. Like if they say like, let's say they're like, oh my God, that's so gay or whatever. I think that's very distasteful and just kind of like ignorant. Mm-hmm. But I also am like a people pleaser and I need to, this is something I want to work on because it's like... I care about people and like I care and I and I should be like, Hey, actually when you say that, that's a bit ignorant, like you probably shouldn't use that word in that in that manner or like using the word like retard and like some guys do that will literally still say that and I'm like, that's just so uneducated but I don't wanna embarrass them, which is I need to work on that myself and be able to speak up. Yeah. And say that stuff.
1: Definitely. I mean that makes me like squirm too. And like, I, I forget who I was around recently, actually, when I, I heard them, it's like, like, oh, that they said, oh, that's retarded. And I was like, it made me cringe so hard. Um, yeah. and you're right. It's a lot of it is just ignorance and them just not realizing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there's like certain ways you can go about and say it, because I think if you call someone and be like, Hey, that's a little ignorant. I feel like that ends up becoming like super offensive. I think you could just be like, Oh, like maybe you shouldn't like try using that. Like I feel like a lot of people are like offended by that or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That is like super hard, you're right. Um, Because I guess now that I think about it, when someone said that around me, I didn't correct them either. Um, But I was like literally- But it makes your skin crawl. It made my skin crawl.
0: But I think we have an, and I've learned that like in in those instances, that's like a big opportunity because that could have a ripple effect. Like if you just take a second and say that and speak up on that- they could maybe never use that word again or like never and maybe educate them and then that will have a ripple effect and you don't know that th- the effect that that could have, but you're just saying a little something. Definitely. Um,
1: I think those are all um, very good red flags.
0: Good red flags. Good red
1: flags. Good red <laughs> flags. Should we s- share some green flags? Yeah, what are some green flags you have? Hold um, on. I, um, I saw this meme the other day and i I at it. Okay. Green flags. Ooh. How you feel matters to them as much as how they feel. I think like someone who's like super considerate of your feelings is so important and it's like really easy to look over. Um, I think that someone who's super kind and respectful to others and strangers, like someone who can't offer them anything is an amazing green flag.
0: Oh yes. If they're really polite to waiters or like service people. Or whatever instance where they're just kind to, like, random people. Right.
1: Oh! That panty drop. When we were living in West Hollywood, Steve, like, literally knew the name of, like, every homeless person in West Hollywood. He would just be, like, nice to them and, like, talk to them. And oh. it made me, like... I was like, damn. That's such a He's a off. better person than I am because I, I wasn't doing that. Um, they take ownership and accountability when appropriate. Mm-hmm. That is a huge thing to me. If someone can't, like, own up to something... I think, like, I guess for me, like I owned up yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving <laughs> out a bitch. green flags. I, that's so good. I, I couldn't have mentioned that to Steve later on and make sure he appreciates me even more for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone that prioritizes you. I think that's the main thing. And that I think that is like something that a lot of people, especially when they're starting out dating, think it's okay if they're not a priority, but you should always be a priority. And if you're not, then... You should look for someone who will make you a priority.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, it's sad that I can't think of other green flags right now. I mean, I shared some in my solo episode, like little things like making plans in advance, mm-hmm. like making a reservation and giving you a set date and time, calling, text, being, com- being in communication. Um, I think those are all green flags. How he treats other women, Mm if he's, like, respectful and talks highly of, like, his sisters or whoever, the women in his life. It's a green flag. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I think that, um, gosh... I do wish that I could just go on a date right now just to see what it's like out there.
0: I kind of wish you could too. Like I wish. Should we do a project? Should we ask Steve? (laughs) Steve, How do you feel about. I don't think Steve would feel okay with uh, this. Setting up a profile for Christina. I mean, oh my God. I wish we could just set you up a profile (laughs) and you had to swipe and go on one date and just get your. (laughs) Dude, that would be such a fun experiment. Oh my God. It would Poor give me Steve. so much anxiety. <laughs> it would give me anxiety. Yeah. That would We're no, not doing it. That's a recipe for disaster. Huge recipe
1: for disaster. And let me tell you something, my husband's cool and shit, but he would not, he be, would cool not be cool. He would <laughs> Which, not be cool. would Which honestly, I'm happy about. He'd be like, Christina? He'd be like- <laughs> Christina? <laughs> You'd be like, fuck no. Wait, by the way, you do the worst deep impression ever. Let me just say that. <laughs> so bad. It's so, so it's bad. It's so bad.
0: Um, all right. I think that's it for our red flags, right? The red flag episode has concluded. Um, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, screenshot that. And please tag Christina and I and the Confident Collective so we can share and repost. Yes, we love um, to see
1: that you're loving the episodes and seeing which ones that you're loving the most. Um, And if there's any red flags that we missed or stories that you want to share, head to our Facebook group. We'll leave the link in the show notes because we want to hear them. We love the stories and the more juicy details, the better.
0: I know, I'm kind of sad. We got so many other red flags that were really specific and really funny, Mm -hmm. but we just didn't... We don't... It's already been an hour talking about the main ones, so but just know there are some crazy red flags out there um I wanna read, want to read one to end it okay go for it shows up to a hike date with a red solo cup <laughs> doesn't <laughs> doesn't want to hike but takes you to Denny's instead oh my gosh <laughs> and we'll end on that oh my gosh thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye guys